Where the hell have you been, soldier? Training, sir! Training, sir! What kind of training, son? Pizza training, sir! another amazing episode of drew and sam talk training i am drew with better than yesterday consulting and i'm sam with bowser consulting and in this fabulous episode we go back to the mid 90s early 90s when cnn ran cross point i think is what it was called cross i yeah i'm gonna start right now let's go back even farther to saturday night live with jane Curtin and bill murray that's a reference that legit four people listening got, and we have way more than four people listening. What you talking about, Willis? We do. Wow. In today's episode of Drew and Sam Puff Training, the Crossfire Edition, which is better? Every pizza great to every customer or the fastest, most efficient rush you can handle? Today on Crossfire. Washington, home to over 4,000 monuments. It's also the home of Crossfire, where taking on the big issues is no small task. In fact, you could say it's monumental. Crossfire, weeknights on CNN. All right, so let's jump into this debate, Drew, because you are so wrong, and I am so right. Pizzas or service, which is more important? I mean, seriously, I don't care how good your service is. If your pizza isn't good, nobody cares. Really? Really? Is that where you're going to start? That's where I'm going to start. Bring it. Every manager listener knows that last Friday, when their delivery time stunk, nobody called and said, I don't like my pizza unless you topped it wrong. They all called and said, where is my pizza? Yeah, but, 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 but. Come get some. There are legitimate reasons, Drew, why service could not be where we want it to be. You know, for instance, here in the great state of Michigan, we get snow occasionally. And I think we're going for three straight Fridays, actually, of snow. There's a chance that your delivery times could suffer. There's a chance, probably not in any of our listener stores, but maybe a driver calls off. Maybe a driver has a flat tire. Heaven forbid, maybe a driver gets in an accident and now suddenly you don't have enough personnel. And those same stores saying that it's a personnel issue are running to do dishes. Sir, I believe I have the floor. Sir, 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 I have the floor. I remove your time and I take it for myself. (laughs) But there is never a reason why we should lose control of great product quality. There is simply no reason that what's going into the oven doesn't meet rim size portion placement. And when it comes out of the oven, it meets bake. There's no legitimate reason that that shouldn't happen. And yet it happens every day with every pizza. But are those reasons legitimate? I don't care. The the reasons that the pizzas aren't great, it's the same illegitimate reason that that they're given for service. That, That store that you're using as an example that is out of control because the driver called out because it snowed, they're prepping stuff at 6.15. They're out of pans and mats at 6.30. They're running to the walk-in every 45 seconds to grab something else. They are not 
prepared to make a great pizza or to deliver a great pizza, the delivery component of it matters so much more than your measly great pizza because I say so. Wait, doesn't that end every debate? Can I go to like the nuclear standpoint? Is that how you end every debate? Because I said so. Right? Isn't that like the baddest, worst parenting line? I've got one hand on the key and one hand on the button, and I am ready to throw a nuclear warhead your way. You're just going to hit unrecord? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so the pizza gets there, and it's there in 18 minutes. Yeah. And they open the box, Yeah. and, and they see a pile of ingredients. Yeah. You're you're good with that. I'm saying that the average customer, unless we do something crazy, so let's let's make it easy on ourselves for a minute. Let's say we're talking about a large hand tossed pepperoni pizza. Unless that pizza is so woefully incorrect, it's a triangle. It only has like an ounce of cheese on it, and the pepperoni are all in a stack in the center. Unless it's so far gone that it's like that, they're good. It's there in 18 minutes. Wow. Let me spin it around. You make okay. you make the greatest pizza you've ever made. Yes. When you open the box, oh. angels cry. Oh. You open the box and light comes from it and you hear, oh. What did Colbert say? Is that a pizza or did an angel just give birth in my mouth? Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's like that, but it took 75 minutes to get there. And it sat on the rack. And it, it was in the car for like 30 minutes because it's on a triple. Well, now you're just completely, you're making the argument for me because that pizza isn't like an angel just gave birth in your mouth because that, that pizza stood on the rack and then it was on a triple. But they're not, but that's just it. You're making the argument for me. No matter how good the pizza is, if I don't have service. I hate to say this, but I think you're right on that one. Darn it. Yeah. Okay. So, so service important. On the other hand, if it's there in 18 minutes and the pizza doesn't meet rim-sized portion placement bake, I'm with you that it doesn't have to be perfect for the customer to like it. As I travel around and I order pizza in every market I go to, every single one, because I want to see how we're doing, I would agree with you 100% that my eye is not the same as a customer's eye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, yeah we're, both, we're both OER graduates, expatriates. We can use that word again. We've, we've left that I've seen some stuff. Dude, I, yeah. I've seen some stuff that when I opened the box, it wasn't a triangle and the pepperonis weren't all stacked in the center, but it was not a great experience. And that's not my six years of being an evaluator speaking or my nearly 40 years of being a pizza boy speaking. That's a, I opened the box after a long day, just wanted some decent pizza and it wasn't in the box. Okay, can we real talk for a second? I believe what you're describing is the buffalo chicken pizza where they forget to put hot sauce in the pizza and one half is the giant bubble from hell, which seems to be every third buffalo chicken pizza. And 18 minutes won't save that. Or it's a large hand toss pizza that somebody hasn't been taught how to stretch the dough correctly. And there's a big pool of grease in the center because there was it was uh, a thin center. And when I pick it up, that thing just goes bleh. And flops down. And everywhere but New Jersey, that's a bad pizza. <laughs> and <laughs> or Brooklyn. Here's my biggest pet peeve for all of you listening. And when I see this on the best managers page and people say, will OA mark off if my pizza's not cut correctly? First of all, the answer is yes, they can in proper product procedures. So you could lose two points. But secondly, who cares 
what OA is going to mark off or not mark off for. If you don't cut your pizza, first of all, I eat a lot of my pizzas in the car. And when the pizza's not cut, that is makes for some tough sledding. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's back up a second. I want to be more pacific here. When you're saying it's not cut, you mean that the pizza and the rocker blade have met each other. They've come in contact with each other. They shook each other's hands. The separation did not occur. That is correct. Oh, summer cut. I'm I'm a huge fan of summer cut. Yeah. I mean, it's winter here in Michigan, but you know, you know, summer cut, right, Sam? I, I, I am, but I'm going to let you deliver the punchline for your joke. And, and of course the family cut some for dad, some for the kids. And, and you know, I had, um, I had a discussion with a young man that was wheeling a rocker blade as fast as anybody I'd ever seen wheel a rocker blade. Thanks for pointing that out to me. I was, I was doing the best I could that day. With that said, the cuts were awful. I mean, there were nowhere near even slices. And it reminds me of when I was an evaluator and we used to do large pep times and you'd go in and you'd say, Hey, Drew, how are you doing today? How fast can you make a large pepperoni pizza? And somebody would say, oh, 19 seconds. I can do it in 19 seconds. And on the outside, I would say, oh, man, that's fantastic. I just happened to have a watch. On the inside, I would say, yeah, I, 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 I don't think that's going to happen. And then we'd start the time. And 19 seconds later, they'd say done. And I'd look and I'd say, do you think that pizza sellable? And they would laugh and say, of course not. And I would say, what's the point? And I would say the same thing about the rocker blade. Who cares how fast you can do it if it's not going to deliver the customer a great experience? I don't know. Let's go down this rabbit hole as long as we're here. I would say that an uneven cut is more important than any of the criteria in rim size, portion placement, or bake. When you say uneven cut, I don't think what you mean. I mean, grossly uneven. Yeah, you're not talking school lunch, lunch lady. We're measuring the millimeters here. You're talking about one slice is a quarter of the pizza and the other slice is a half inch because I've, I, I too have seen those. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking definite summer cut. You know, summer like in Alaska, very small, but winter very big. We like our, we like our summers in Minnesota. They happen over a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, my, my grandmother grew up in the Keweenaw Peninsula which is on Lake Superior in the Upper Peninsula. And she said, Sam, there's two summers here. There is winter and there's August. Two seasons. Yeah, that, that was, those were the only seasons, winter and August. You know, I think the cut is, is super important. I don't disagree. You know, the pizza gets there in 18 minutes, Mr. Service Boy, and the cut is horrible. Who cares? Because now I've got my two kids fighting over the big pieces. What do you got to say about that, Service Boy? Well, crap. I accept your volley. I would, I'll give a point to Sam on that. Nice. So I think it's one-to-one -one because I gave you a point on the service earlier. So for those of you scoring out there in Podland, it's currently one-to-one. -one. Okay. And the ball is in your court, service boy. Your thinking is that every pizza is within my control. And the argument is that service is occasionally not in my control. Is that where you're going? I am going to firmly place myself in that bucket. Yes. Fabulous. And when I say occasionally, I mean a very small amount of time, a couple of days a year where the wheels fall off and it's out of your control. For service? Yes. I'm not saying that's that's a shelf in my store that 
that I, I put my service woes on every single day. Let me rephrase it then. Your statement, every, every given day, I am in control of my pizzas and occasionally I am not in control of my service. How about that? That is what I would be striving for as a general manager. So what if I said you're measuring the wrong thing? What if I backed you up? Because this is the same argument you get in the stores that have the big delivery area, right? My delivery is too big. This one-way drive is 37 minutes. No, it's not. 37 minutes puts you in Canada. Like, what's wrong with you? Okay. No, I'm with you. Okay, so um, I would say to that, tell me more. What if we measure the three things? And if you want to measure just the last of the three, you'll, you'll see why. If we just measure the load time, I am 100% in control of the load time. Is that correct? I do have control of the load time. Yes. I'm 100% in control of the wait time because if I'm using DSS and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do with load and go, I know exactly how long the pizza should be on the rack at the end, correct? I'm very frightened right now because I feel like I'm being set up for, for the boom. But yes, I agree with that. Then the only thing out of my control is the stuff that's legit out of my control, out of my store. So instead of measuring... EADT, which again, I have a three block delivery area or a seven mile delivery area. It's going to be slightly different. Just measure out the door time. I am 100% in control of my out the door time every day. Okay, sure. But how does that get you a point for your side service boy? It eliminates the excuse. Your thing was that I can control every pizza and every pizza can be great. And I'm saying that yes. And well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yes, I'm in control or I should be in control of my load time. And yes, I should be controlling my rack time. But I'm not necessarily in control of my out the door time if the things that I've mentioned that could happen on very few days of the year happen. If if I'm down a driver, my out the door time is going to go up. My rack time shouldn't go up. My load time should go up to make sure that the pizzas that I'm delivering longer than I should are fresh. Uh, but see, you just proved the point. You are 100% in control of that. Pizzas should be fresh. Yeah, you're 100% in control of that. The product should be good, even if the service time is bad. 100% in control of that. What I just heard you said is that's another point for me. Oh, no, it's a point for me because I can make sure that your pizza is as good as it can look, which may or may not be that good today based on being in control of the load time and being in control of the wait time and making sure that when you open the box, instead of it going, oh, it's maybe just like, and that's good enough today. But I thought your side of the argument was delivering pizzas fast. It is. Okay. So, so if my out the door time is going up, I'm not delivering pizzas fast, but I am delivering them fresh, which means the point you just made is that the product needs to be great even if the service is not. Okay, I was, I was trying to give you a little bit of leeway there with the stuff that was out of your control, but if you're going to go that way, then fine. So half a point at least? Let me, let me give you your half a point while I take my half point back. Listen, listeners, I don't know if you're having fun, but Drew and I are having a blast right now. Last weekend, I was with uh, Brian Hamilton and his team in Knoxville and in Chattanooga, and he sent me into four specific stores that were running well, let's just say near default level service. How's that, Sam? That um, is not fabulous, but okay. It is not. In three hours in each store. Yep. Me, the supervisor, and the manager, we got them to, and, and I, I was actually on with him before we started recording this today because I, I didn't have a checkup with him and I needed to know. 
So I was there for Thursday to show the whole team, the supervisors, what to do. Then I spent Friday and Saturday individually with each supervisor in their stores, helping them in these stores. Three hours a store. The worst delivery time store was 21 minutes faster than it was the previous week. Okay, so let me jump in right there. And and that's fantastic. Great work. That is amazing. No additional people. No, I'm with you. And, And I've seen that myself when I've been in stores, and I get that. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about that we've got service woes because we don't have enough people, which is what we hear a lot. You and I hear that a lot. A ton. I hear that way more than than the tree is down or the accident occurred. The premise or the basis of my debate is on those very few days a year where your service is out of your control, your product should not be out of your control because there is no legitimate reason for your product to be out of control. And my argument is that your service is still in control because the only way to deliver that great product is to manage your load time and manage your out-the-door time to a place where your customer gets that great product. So I'm with you that your service is always in control. I guess what I should have said is your speed of service is not always in your control because those are two different things in my book. They, they are, but they're not. For the two days out of 365, okay. I, like I said, I saw that on Friday when we had that horrific storm roll through and we got stuck at a store for an hour and a half because we couldn't get out of the town. That would that would be something out of your control. Absolutely. But but was the product out of your control that day? No, but the service to the customers was still completely within our control. And we still actually service the customers in that store. That would be another topic that if we had a debate on, we'd be both standing at the same podium. And, and, and that topic is... Is service really out of your control or are you not utilizing your team and your leadership abilities to their fullest? And I think we'd both be in the camp of are great pizzas really in your control or are you just not utilizing your team and your tools to the it's the the exact same argument. Wow, that's that's interesting the way you just put that. That was nicely put. Well, this is what I'd like to do. Hold on. Hold on. If I may real quick. Listeners, I dare you to prove us wrong. I dare you. And here's the dare. If you're really making great pizzas, you should have these four things readily available to you in your store. And when I say in your store, I mean within an arm's reach of your production area. You should have a working scale, current job aid, a great pizza grading tool, and some form of box cutter knife to do a cut test every once in a while. Can I add something to the list? Please. And once you have those tools within arm's length... You need to arm your team with the skills and knowledge to use them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Part one, have the tools. Part two, use the freaking tools. I can't stress enough over the last, oh, my gosh, three years of consulting. And then prior to that, six years with Team USA, how many stores I've been in where I see scales and either they are still on the top of the make line they're underneath the shelf, they're in the back office, or they're on the make line and everyone puts pizzas on them and no one looks at the scale. Or they look at the scale and they don't know what the number is supposed to be. Correct. That one's always fun. Okay, so let me jump in there. I would like to propose in our debate a one-to-one draw. 1.5 to 1.5. Still a draw. But okay, and you may remember in an earlier episode where Drew said, I'm the guy that always has to be right. 1.5 to 1.5, a draw. 
And I would also like to say that the reason that I'm willing to call it a draw, and I think the reason you're willing to call it a draw as well, is that anytime we're talking about what's more important than the other thing, if we do come to a point where one becomes more important than the other thing, we're not saying the other thing isn't important. No, I think actually what we've proven is that both of these are equally important. You can't create a great customer experience with bad service and great product. You can't create a great customer experience with bad product and great service. Let's talk about a big, gigantic boulder in our in our world right now, and that's order count. And people are scrambling about order count. I would say that if you get these two things in line, you're going to see a change in your trend in order count, or you're going to see an acceleration of a good trend that you have in order count. Although if you have a good trend in order count, you've probably got these two things in control. And if you believe at this moment that one of those two things is out of your control, I would like to reference you to this debate because everything we have discussed today is 100% within your control. Even if you only have one solitary driver, even if your assistant manager ghosted your store and you don't know where your dough is coming from today, you have 100% control of every product and every delivery. And, and I'll throw the challenge a little bit further. If you listen to the episode once, twice, three times, and you're still not sure how to get those things in control with the resources you have, you know, maybe it's time to hire a consultant. We're kind of good at what we do. If you're having challenges, reach out to Drew or myself, and we would love to come help you out. And, and get your stores running the Domino's Pizza way so that your customers are getting the best experiences on the face of the earth. Hey, man, I don't know about you, but that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was kind of nice. I could I could do that. I mean, every once in a while. I kept waiting for you after I said, okay, service boy, for you to say, okay, pizza boy. And I was going to say, yeah, I, I wear that name with, with pride. Oh, no, I totally wasn't going to give you that. Yeah. There was no way I was giving you that. Yeah, you just, I, I kept throwing that bait in the, water and coming back with an empty hook but i will i will take service boy all day long right now if sam if, if i could figure out a way to get to every store just from my point of view it's just so insanely frustrating to go in, into a store and see folks and i put this on the facebook group a couple weeks ago like it's just insanely frustrating to me to see folks just suffer because they they just don't know and it's all sitting right there. All they've got to do is, is put the pieces together. Well, and here's the Reader's Digest version of, of how to get better service with what you've got. Set a goal, make a plan, execute the plan, and be a leader. You do those four things, and you're going to see an immediate change in your service times tonight. Because when Drew goes into a store, when I go into a store, and our goal is to have better service, we set a goal. We make a plan, we execute the plan, and we teach the folks in the store how to be better leaders. And then magically, their service times are better, even during an 80 mile an hour thunderstorm in Chattanooga. I don't know what else to say to that other than, yep. So moral of the story, if you're a general manager and you're looking for stuff to do, ways to fix this, and you don't know where else to go, I happen to have an online curriculum just for you that you can sign up for. If you're a franchisee and you're like, hey, I have this issue in my stores, contact either one of us. We will come out and we will show you the light. 
and the light is a beautiful thing. Hey, let's land this plane, brother. Thanks for listening to another fabulous episode of Drew and Sam Talk Training. I am Drew Helmholtz with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. And along those lines, I am Sam with Bowser Consulting. Like us, follow, subscribe, whether you're on Facebook or Spotify or Apple. Share it with a friend. Share it with an enemy. Share it with whoever you'd like. The more follows we get, the more debates we have. Yeah, debates. Go out, sell more pizza, and have fun.